So mm-hmm. I haven't thought that either either one of those. We're gonna we we're gonna pray that hey, I might went to nobody's school and beat nobody's kids up. And uh and we ain't got no bond calls, so therefore I know that that's a pop that's a yeah. that's a good thing. Anybody yeah. calls for money, so she got it, but uh, we ain't got I that alert. I ain't seen no Amber alerts. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Amber Alert, so they mean uh, I'm still out of jail. She's, she's probably. But yeah, other than that, you know, we said contact more than, um, you know, Tiama, she be working everything, Tiama be at the school and planning and stuff, so, you know, I don't, and I don't know what's going on, I don't know where the juke cake is, so I mean, She'll probably fall in about another 10 minutes. You know, she do her grocery shopping this time of the day. Well, she be on um, CPT, Color People Time. Yeah. We're going to dock her pay because she's never on time. Right. That's what we're going to have to do. Yeah, we'll just move down Allen, Allen to uh, part, 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 part time. Well, I spoke with Donnell briefly um, today, right after I got on the phone with you, rather, when I was getting my um, tire changed. And he was saying that um, first he was going to be on the show, but then Big A's mom birthday party tonight. So he's over. Um, Some folks got, enough, got enough food to feed all them. Walmart ain't got no groceries in it. <laughs> you better stop. But he, he does have wow. a business. He said in case he um have time, he's gonna try to jump on. But um he's supposed to go into the party with um Big A's family because it's Big A's mom's birthday. So I Why do they call him Big A? So he's a big guy, his last name, and his, his name starts with A. Mm. That's what my name is going to change. Big A, that's what I'm going to go to next. But you're a little guy. Nothing about me. Don't want no short, short man. <laughs> yeah, but have anybody ever told you that? <laughs> Listen. I just want to tell you, I, I, today while I was out, I don't know if you can see this. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's called Benji Blue. And it's spelled just like it sounds, B-N-J-I-I, two I's instead of one. Benji Blue, B-L-E-U, Benji Blue Water. Um, designer Water, and on Instagram, it's Drink Benji Blue. But um, it was a black man standing on the corner of um, Okeechobee and Military Trail, and he was saying that he he has he's created his own water, uh, purified water. Um, the the bottle the the, the packaging is definitely impressive. So I bought one. He was selling it. It was nice and ice cold. So I bought one. Here goes. 
And like I said, it was nice and crisp. What I want to do is I want to invite him onto the show so he could tell his story. You know, I love um, exposing black excellence, especially when black people are doing, achieving great things. And I think this is amazing. I went to his Instagram and saw some um, photos. Dude has a full warehouse of his bottles, of his, his product. Um, and a lot of people are endorsing it. That's on his um, Instagram page. Hello, Tiffany. How are you doing this evening? My birthday was awesome. In case you missed this, um, I think you did see the birthday the birthday video. In case you didn't, definitely go back and look at the birthday video. I'm, I'm going to insert the link down in the comment section. Miss Tiffany, did you see the video? Listen, so I was looking at the picture. Some dreads were looking good. Oh, Lord. Hold on, let me find it. Let me find it. I want to put the link in there. Looking hard for it, ain't you? Y'all don't go and watch. <clears throat> Y'all don't see how Anthony acted. That's how he acted in public. That's how he acted in public. <laughs> right, whatever. But yeah, it was a nice time. I had a good time. <laughs> What I told you. Everybody. What I... Blessings. Yes, I did look like fun. So, yes, it, yes, it did look like fun. Where are the ladies? They don't see time. Who was the, who was the crazy one in the President Anthony? Juice, I'm trying to figure out. It, do, are are y'all behind like an hour and sixteen or twenty six minutes or something? No, she's, up, she's actually the same time. Oh, 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 oh! So it ain't really no excuse. Um, excuses only please those who give them. I really make none. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they're, in the, they're in the comment. Hold on, hold on, Miss Juicy Cakes. There in the comment section is the link for those of you who have missed the birthday and, and see how Legacy act a fool in public. How he was molesting the chicken and everything. I've I never done that. <laughs> I didn't have what a chance. What did you say, Kate? I, I, I wanted to tune in, but I was asleep. I wasn't feeling too well. I ain't had a chance to look at nothing today. But she was molesting some chicken. Yes, he was molested. I should. It's only a, like a nine-minute video. I should have showed it on here. Mm. But we'll save it for the you end. We'll save it for the you end. Hey, Tiffany. 
We ain't got what. We don't have to show it in the. Mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want you acting. I don't want the people seeing you act that crazy, bro. You're out of your cat. It's you who was doing it, huh? It was, it was his birthday. He could do no. that, though. <clears throat> so, I think we all expect him to act crazy. What about legacy? I mean, you got to turn up. <laughs> he was literally. He was literally molesting the chicken. I felt so sorry. The colonel will be so angry with him. Really? <laughs> the colonel would be so angry. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I don't know what. Bro just loved to just exaggerate on stuff. Either one had all the plates, so I couldn't have molested anything the way that he was devouring plates. Angie, I just want to remind everybody, and I think I'm going to be playing periodically throughout this month until I find something else that, that peeps my interest. But I say it, and I say it to Juicy, that this is the season to show up. There are three types of doors that you have to encounter. The first door is a manual door. It is a door that you have that requires effort from you. You put your hand on the knob, you either pull or you push. That's the door that requires effort. And many of us are frustrated, irritated, and aggravated because it feels like every door we've been trying to open for ourselves has been taking all of the effort from us. But, but God says there's a second door that is a revolving door. Now, this door is crazy because it requires no effort, but it does require timing. Because the revolving door does the work for you. But if you miss timing, you end up going in circles. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but the last six months of your life, you've been going through some unnecessary circles. And God is saying, I've already made a way. You got to make sure you get in my... The third door is an automatic door Jesus the third door does not require effort and it does not require timing all you got to do is show up can I preach and declare the reason anxiety depression and frustration have been on you so heavy because the devil knows in this season all you got to do is show up To show up. This is our season, and, and that's the that's the thing I'm living by. Grind into your shine, and just show up. And ATL, so that's the one you're living by. <laughs> <laughs> when you okay. show up, show out. That's it. You have fun, look good for your age. Keep up the great work. Thank you, thank you, Miss Tiffany. Chantel Johnson says, Just show up. That's the word. That is the word. Just show up. Leave that wholeheartedly. Just show up. I'm, I'm I've been showing up here almost three years yet, and I, I'm waiting on somebody to sign us. That, that wasn't the word then. 
See you out of timing. That's always the word. That's always the word to just show up. Anytime you wake up in the morning, you just showed up. You out of order. See you out of order right now. I was telling my children yesterday about the value of patience. And and sometimes people don't wait long enough. They they put those thoughts of they've been waiting and it ain't come. Like it ain't coming. And you just pushed it further back. Can't have that mindset. It's on its way. <laughs> it, it went Let's to the wrong door. It thought the window was the Let's door. Stop it. It's got to come Let's around a little more. Just stop it. Just stop it. Ain't no just, just stop, stop it. it. Just stop it. Are you of little faith? It was, it, was all it. About, it was all about a donut that he said when he went to sleep, he woke, he was dreaming of donuts and he woke up and his dream came true because on the way from therapy. I remember that story you told him. No, this was yesterday. It happened again. I bought, I went to buy six donut holes and then I saw these donuts and I said, oh, the kids will like them. I'm going to get them. They were some long johns with whipped cream on top or whatever. Long johns? The total with just them and the donut holes was like $20, but a dozen 30 So I was like, man, I better get the dozen because I'm frugal. <laughs> The lady put them in the box. You know, sugar is heavy and it make you weak. And I'm already weak from the injury. So I carry these two boxes out the door. As soon as I hit like outside, it got so heavy. I was like, oh my God, I can't make it. I found a wall. I had to sit the boxes on the wall, wait for a bus to come. I could not make it home. Okay. Caught the bus. He happy he got donuts. They vegan. Mind your business. <laughs> I mean, what they made out of brick? Newbie. Bring me a donut. <laughs> Why are you waiting for you that? Can bring no Go ahead. Tiffany so, said, oh, hold on. Why are you waiting for a newbie? Tiffany said, oh my God, I really needed to hear that. Can you send me the link? Um, I will have to listen to that again and again. I'm going through that right now. I know that's right. That's it. Like a like a blessing to hear. Right now, that's all I feel like. I'm running in circles. So you that second door that goes in circles. You know, we just got to get you past that second door and get you to that third door. All you got to do is just show up. Tiffany, <laughs> um. What I'm gonna, I don't have the link here on this computer here, but what I'm gonna try and do is, um, hold on. Tiffany, in the comment section right there is my phone number. If you um text me, um your email or text me your um your phone number or whatever, um or your um Facebook. And I can send it to you that way once the show is over because it's on my phone. I'll send it to you. So he like wanted the donut. 
Oh, you can at least brush your teeth, wash your face, get yourself ready for, you know, to come to the table and eat. Like, you ain't going to come just like how you just came. We we not church. So he goes, gets himself together. But before I could get the donut out, the, you see they in the box still, right? Right. Well, I could get the donut out the box to give it to him. He started acting up. And I'm like, gonna mess up his blessing, huh? Gonna mess up his own blessing. Messing it up because I'm not about to reward you for for bad behavior. Exactly. I can't give you something that you were supposed to get and you done did all this in between. You just don't get it. And even negative comments. The first thing he said he was mad. He always in the bathroom. I mean, we know he always in the bathroom. What you mad about? You know, he was just catching attitude after attitude. And I'm like, ooh, I got to teach you a good lesson. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany, I showed up on it so good. I ate about four. <laughs> okay. Mm -mm -mm. Tonight, tonight's problem. But, but, uh, go ahead. But, Juice, that still didn't tell me why, you, why, why, why the box was so heavy because. 12 donuts I can hold with three of my fingers. Sugar. Literally. If you do you have anything sugar in your home? Do you have any uh, blender? Do you have uh oh, no, no, I, don't, I don't deal with blender. Do you have brown sugar? Because brown sugar different than white sugar. But really it yeah. worked with you have like a stevia, um What's that other? Um, I, use, I, use agave. I use agave. Agave, but you don't. Do you have it in a crystal? Or you have it in a liquid. I have it in liquid. Um, I mean, it might be a little messy, but you can literally. <clears throat> we do a sugar test to show people how sugar affects you, even just around you. Don't have to be something you eating, because sugar can be absorbed through your pores. Just to have that energy of sugar, even in your arms, your hands. It makes you weak. Put put a pack of sugar in your hand. <clears throat> hold your arm out. With all your strength, even a baby gonna be able to push your arm down. You will not be able to keep your arm up, no matter how strong and how hard you try. Take that sugar out. Put natural sugar. Stevia is a plant. You can break a leaf of stevia. Put it in your hand. Hold it. You will be strong. Your arm will not budge because it does not make you weak. So once I put that box of sugar in my arms, it became a pound of bricks. Notice how if you go in the grocery store, five pounds of flour is heavier than five pounds of sugar, but it's still five pounds, but they got a heavier weight. It makes you weaker. Interesting. Well, I'll try to I'm gonna try that, but I don't I don't lift a lot of sugar and had a lot of sweets and I ain't never been weak. Hey, look, it, it, you, but remember our conversation about body size and what it affects, you may not know where your weakness was. Like in doing this test, because of how we're working on that and focusing on that lesson, it's gonna show your weakness. But your weakness could have been in choice making. Your weakness could have been in here, thinking positivity. 
having a strong mind, anything, it makes your system weak. You could have caught cold, had sniffles, it makes you weak. He forgot to say he also got a lot of sugar. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. I like to eat a lot of it too. Well, that's pineapples. That still has that sugar. Okay, that's, that's a natural. Who <laughs> well, is this? Somebody was in concert and they ate a piece of watermelon out and gave it to their. To the, was it Omarion? I, I just saw it. I saw it. Yeah, and they, and they either Omarion or Chris Chris Brown, and the, and, the Chris person, Brown. and the person in the audience gave it back. Like, okay, I believe I molested the fruit, but that's what you're supposed to do to it. But that's the, where you the, get the good price from. Yes, but the fan didn't want to eat that fruit after you. The practice Come on, will. Up on stage. Come on, come on. But that's cool, but it's on British Lens. I don't put a sugar in Teddy Pendergrass and Luther um, Van Draws and Kelly been up there on the stage and Tannin's just been thrown everywhere. Mm -hmm. and be on the seat of them and all that. Nobody ain't want all that, but get what? Nobody can. And one of them complain about women throwing panties. On the stage, not one. Yeah, but he didn't. It wasn't somebody throwing nothing at him. He gave a eight up. He he took a slice yeah. of watermelon and, and gave it. <laughs> gave somebody else to eat after him. We don't know each other like that. Coronavirus. But, but they want. But they want. Hmm. Y'all took. But they want. I can't figure out how to get it back on right. I have, I have a I have a question for the for the parents in the in the comment section and also for for the panel. Your children, you know, in this day and age, in the society that we're living in today, you know, we, we want to support our children in whatever they want, you know, that they're doing or their vision or how they see themselves or what they want to be when they grow up or what they want how they see themselves now. You know, whether they whether they see themselves as a, a if he see himself as a male or or she see herself as a female or he see himself as a girl or she see herself as a man you know the changing genders and everything but one thing is one thing but what happens when when your child now see themselves as an animal <laughs> mine see him as a cat or you know or as an you know um, inanimate object, you know, a vase or you know a, a Tonka truck. Do you still support them in their craziness, or do you call it out as what it is? I bought look, him look, a, a cat costume. No, no. When we say this, we're not we're not saying you bought him a car a costume and he's acting out. We're talking in general as, you know how, yeah. we, as Tony is saying, if a, if, a, if, a, if a young lady wants to decide that she feels that in the inside that she's a man and she wants to be called a man, 
She wants to be respected as a man. Do you know how? Or if a if a male wants to be respected as being a transgender woman, and how today's society has that, uh, we're they're asking for people to respect those people's decisions. So what Tony is asking is if your child came to you and said, "I feel that I am a bald eagle." I want to eat worms. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna fly. And your child wants you to um, act as if he or she is actually these things. The same way we have to ask or, or try to facilitate individuals who want to be called the opposite sex of what they generally are. Do you support them? And, and say, hey, if my son wants to be a bald eagle and wants to go up to this skyscraper building and see if he can fly, do you support him and say, baby, if you believe you're a bald eagle and you want to go up there and fly, go up there and fly? Or do you say, hey, you're not a damn bird. You're a human. So the video that no. we're about to embark on, go ahead, Kate. So as I was saying, because I have experienced this with a few of my children, and I also have taken psychology courses in college, and I just did it for that reason, how to handle situations when I choose to have a family. And one thing is for sure, everybody got crazy in them. Chantel says we have to draw the line somewhere. But the line we have to draw is we have to teach our children. See, a lot of parents don't even want to take time to listen to what their children are saying. My son, the first one, wanted to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man movie out. He, he thought he could get bit by a spider. He was trying to find cobwebs to get bit by a spider so that he could start shooting webs. I had to help him understand the difference of reality and TV, art, how it can imitate, how, how one ain't true. But it didn't curve him from wanting to be. He get up on top of the dress to try to fly. <laughs> so, uh, so again, but, but falling but, from that high of a, of a height can, is deadly to children. So it, it was funny, but when it really happened, you're doing this at home. These are dangerous situations. So I understand what you're saying. How much of a reality do you? Help them see how much do you correct them. Well, now, them. with that being said, with that being said, Kate, if you if and from what you said that is not being taught, parents don't want to be parents, and they're not teaching the, their children uh, the difference between reality and um, what is the other word I'm looking for from reality and um, I guess fiction and. Mm -hmm. If, but what about the, the the people who are dealing with their children? At, so let's, let's use, for example, Dwayne Wade's son, and and they, some people say daughter. But are you saying that they didn't parent their child because she? They've been saying that they feel like they're a woman for a long time. So are they not parenting their children correctly to where 
he can give his child the proper information to say, hey, you are a boy. You're not a girl. And these two feelings shall pass. Are they not correctly parenting their children? Because you're saying that they're not being parented at home because I guarantee you if you let your child go up on that building and fly for that building, they're going to say you facilitated suicide. They're not going to say that you uh, was actually nurturing and nourishing your child's dreams or so, your child's reality. So, like she said, there's a line you should, to, should draw. Now, on the, the girl, the little boy, that issue, as a mother, I would have handled things different. I think the mother did do the best she could, and she went and she got what she did, and she put a stop to things and allowed her to do what she's doing. And if that's what she really, truly wants, by the time she's an adult, she'll have what she wants. I, myself, would have done something different as a parent. When I'm speaking of my son climbed up, he jumped. I had that experience of him getting hurt and it looking like I was okay with it. I wasn't okay with it. Mm -hmm. But it also helped me understand, too, that I needed to teach him a little bit more about reality and fiction. Because he sees these people, even kids on Nickelodeon, jumping and doing things. He saw obstacle courses on TV. He saw a lot showed to him that helped him think these things were possible. People in the movies playing, running stunts and doing stuff. There are cops who think it's cool to, it's a cop out of Belgrade who's going up for some, he got fired, but he would let kids in the neighborhood hold his gun and get the feel of it. He said he was giving them the encouragement to want to be a police officer. Well, speaking, speaking of so Speaking of, ahead, courses, yeah, speaking of obstacle courses, check out this video. Can we talk about Horse Girl now? Yes. You guys are going to love her. Yeah, uh, she lives in Edmonton. Her name is Ava Vogel. She's 17 years old. She is now in the uh, Ripley's. You know the Ripley's books oh that come gosh. out every year? Yeah. Uh, and this is why. She can jump like a horse. Stop. I mean, this is this is from her Instagram. How did she never get the idea to try this? I don't this? know, but she's been doing it for six years. What and the? she proudly points out on Instagram, she has never had any pain or injuries. Some of these jumps, Ben, yeah. and Lins and Kels, are almost four feet high. But she's also quite graceful. Yeah. She really is. Like, look, here we go, this? the double one. Oh, my Whoa. goodness. And she clears you're, it. You're all acting like okay, this is uh, like normal behavior. No, no, it's not. But I want to be like, I want to, <laughs> like, let's say she, let's say she, she's, uh, she's on a first date. <laughs> and they start talking about their yeah, hobbies. Yeah, okay, let's go there. They start talking about their hobbies, and she starts uh -huh. showing these videos. Uh -huh. Is there a second date? Yes, 100% there is. This is super cool. <laughs> um, you guys, it's Emery, super did cool. You, I'm did sorry. You? Like, it's 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 interesting. I I'll give you interesting all day long. That's Ripley's, cool. Ripley's but, liked it so much, they are featuring this young woman. Yes. yes, and Emery, did you say, I don't like, I just read wow. on Matter. She's from Alberta. Yeah, sure. I said that. Uh, She's I, from Edmonton. But, so we're cool. not disagreeing on anything except your definition of the word cool. Did you ever? Okay, maybe you this, can't. You got a guy to do this, Ben. You couldn't do uh, this if you tried. Okay. Ben, if you start <laughs> looking for people to jump like so horses, if I start trying I, to do this, I'd be a little worried. Yeah, I'd, I'd lose some teeth. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, there's look like it's the water jump, right? That you she see also has somebody to shoot this for her. Like, there's oh, a team yeah. behind this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how this was all discovered. This oh, is amazing. Me.
Um, do you ever do that though when you're little, like you pretended you're riding on a horse? Yes. Sure. You pretend riding, you riding on a horse. I not mean, I never did pretending the Pretending to be a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. If you like this, be sure to subscribe. Okay. Now, I don't know if it's a uh, Caucasian white person thing, but, but they were actually looking at this whole ordeal as if it was uh, normal. There was some normalcy there. But you know what? The normalcy is if that girl walks runs, talks, does all her schoolwork, eats, has a normal life, but this is something she likes to do that she practiced. She could have grew up on a horse farm and thought they ran and was fascinated with horses, and she practiced with them. It ain't normal to us because that ain't nothing we going to sit here and do. But that's what I was saying to my son who wanted to be a cat. He ran around here like that. He would try to jump. i like, boy but i had to talk to him i've talked about cats all different kinds of cats we went from maybe i could be a cheetah maybe i could be this black panther is what made him want to be a cat oh. and i'm not about here and make him feel that the 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 motive of the movie was bad because it's iconic But the reality ain't there. And once you teach is, them the understanding of who they are and what that per thing is, I'm pretty sure their mother or that grandmother didn't sit down and be like, baby, you're not a horse. You can't do this. They, She did it. She practiced. She kept playing and doing it. And now she's in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Now, the one you're talking about jumping off the Empire State Building going to fly like Superman, that's someone suicidal. They need some talking to, some help. If it takes to some medication. That's, that's, not, but that's, not, that's not true. That can't be true because you can't. Uh, if that young lady can practice her craft like you just said, and that's what she do on her spare time, pretending to be a horse, that's not pretending. That's you learning how to do the mimic a horse and do those things. That's time out your life that you've decided that this is something that you want to do. So in, at the age of 16, so even if you decide to say, okay, that this started at 13, then that means you've dedicated three years of your life to, to, to pretend to be a horse. No, that's something that you decided to master. So in order to master a craft, you have to absorb yourself in it, what you're doing. So now she's feeling like she's a whore. So if if a person feels like they can be, they can do just what you said. They can live a normal life, go to school, do all the things that normal people do, but still have a feeling in the inside that they are a whore, I mean a, a bird, until that urge comes that they really want to fly. So there has to be a cutoff line. Uh, this is the Pandora's box that the United States have opened. Because none of the things that goes on in the United States that we allow to go on does not go on in other countries. This is why everybody try to come to the United States because out of all the countries, most it's only like two or three countries that openly allow people to do the things that they just want to do that is unhuman. 
and the United States is a melting pot of of just being able to accept anything. Now, I agree with you on that. Look at Beyonce. She turned into a Sasha Fierce demon and performed. That's what give her and the energy. But nobody telling that, nobody saying that's falsification of reality. That's having people think that they can be something. Uh, alter ego was a thing that we went through for many times, for, for long. What is your alter ego? People were dressing as it. It's not even just the government. It's the trends we agree to accept and participate in. The government and society I, has too much influence on family life. Of course. I totally agree. I totally they agree have, with that. They but, have control over family life. But, that's, but it goes back to something Tony said a while ago. We were talking about political agendas and political issues. And I, I'm people. People can do what they want to do because I, I, I mean I, I I don't care so much, but I do care because I think that people who are con who are considered role models, and 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 even though you can be the best parent in the world, it doesn't necessarily mean that your child is going to be you're going to be your child's role model. There are other people that and other things that are out there that your child attaches themselves to that they enjoy and like and be like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. And how you say about Beyonce turning into Sasha Fierce, you know where she got that from? She got that from the cartoon off of the X-Men X where Jean Grey turned into uh, the Phoenix. Now, is so X-Men a real-life thing or fiction? A, it's a it's a fiction cartoon movie, and she stole it off. So this is why I'm saying that we allow our kids, and the, like like Chantel said, the government has so much say so in how you raise your kids. Because if you were to tell your child, listen, you're not you're not no damn girl, you you're not no you're a boy, and that child goes out. And tells DC, oh, my mom's not allowing me, or my dad is not allowing me to express myself. These people will come in your house and tell you that, hey, this is how this person feels. This child can be, needs to be respected as a girl. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell my child, my son, he's a damn girl if he's a boy. I That's have just not something that I'm I've, I'm with you on that. I've had not the experience of someone saying they want to be the opposite sex. However, when DCF came to talk to us about parenting and, and that was something brought up about if my children liked something, how did I like encourage, you know, how would it be handled in my home? And it was like, that was the question, you know, if they said this, and I'm like, first off, we don't even have to hypothetically speak about stuff like that. That's not what's being said. So that's not our dilemma in the home. But mm -hmm. when I said, I'm going to teach the truth, it was questioned on whose truth was I teaching? And I'm, I'm agreeing with you. And I'm like, I'm teaching my truth. Because God blessed these children to be taught by me. 
And so we can't sit here and just accept society say, if you want to, teach your own. I don't promote. So, Tony, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. I thought you were done, Juicy. No, no, it's my bad. I thought you said. Let me ask you a question. How do you, if 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 your child came to you saying, "Pop, I I want to be a, I want to be a, a a ball. Let's just use the ball legal thing." So tell me how you would handle that situation. Are you going to actually, as a parent, tell your child that he can be a ball eagle? Hell no. Why are you going to tell your... Let me sit down. So, let me ask you this question. Since that was a hell no. Mm -hmm. If your child came to you and said, Dad, as a male, I want to be a girl, mm -hmm. how would you handle that? Now, I was going to shed some light on the situation as far as the, the gender the gender roles or the reversing male, female, female, male. I'm a firm believer. It takes X and, and, and viewers logically to look at what I'm going to say. It takes X and Y chromosomes to make all of us. It takes a male and a female to make all of us. So sometimes I feel that some of us can have more male chromosomes or more female chromosomes in you, which to make up your, your makeup. For example, and what I mean by that, have you ever seen a little uh, a, um, a little boy who was heterosexual, but us as adults was like, he's going to be a punk when he grew up. He's going to be gay when he grew up. He's going to be a sissy. Because you saw the femininity in him at eight, nine, and ten years old. Because those chromosomes were there. Not that he learned anything from his mom or his sisters or anyone in the neighborhood or no one touched him. Because he, he goes to football practice every day. He, he, he playing baseball. He's on Little League this. So he's doing all the manly masculine things. He's in Boy Scouts. So there's no feminine influence on him. So where did that feminine that we see it could be the more female chromosomes now flip the flip the flip the script with the female i know females with more male chromosomes they walk around here with full mustaches and beards i used to work with two of them um that didn't make them gay or lesbian it just made them more masculine than me it's made them hairy because their beards was thicker than mine at that time you know, girl, do you need to borrow my Gillette? <laughs> my big. <laughs> I'm gonna interrupt real quick. Go ahead. It's, it's not the chromosomes. We, you're right that we're born with the X and the Y, and we have that. But the conspiracy that is being theory turned into what it is because they're doing research shows that when they started introducing prenatal vitamins. And, and regulating the um, ma maternal pregnancy care, mm -hmm. the hormones that they were instilling in these prenatal vitamins would give the woman too much testosterone. Um, and it was due to balance some of the morning sicknesses and the different um, side effects that they were having as carrying the baby to make it more comfortable for pregnancy. 
Which, Chantel, Chantel say, government get too much in your damn business. Well, but that's Ooh. where I say self-care, the best care. And if we don't choose to take care of ourselves and do it, and we depend on the doctors to do it, we put them in our business. Mm. So it comes back to yeah, Hold on, Kate. Hold on, Kate, with that being said. Do you know in the United States, if you are a pregnant woman and you are not introduced to a primary doctor, and hold on, Chantel say, but we eat and drink has a lot to do with it, correct? But if you're not introduced to a midwife, you better have your own midwife. That's gonna say that I'm 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 definitely taking care of her. If you're not getting the proper prenatal care, you can be charged with murder. If you are not trying, huh? If something goes wrong, right? Because you have because you have not indoctrinated your child into the governmental system of, like you just say, taking the prenatal care. Because if you just go back to the 60s and the early 50s, there were more midwives and, and doctors that were delivering babies at the home than they were at hospitals. And black people definitely delivered most of their children at home because they were not allowed to go into white hospitals. They're aware of the chemical reaction and the slow release that it takes when they're giving it to the mother that goes to the infant and how they need it. That's why we have WIC to make sure up until this certain age, these children get these supplements and these things that they need, which if we look at how the calcium fortified is processed with BHT jet fuel in order to deliver it to the child to be healthy, so they can absorb it. Um, you don't need we don't it. Know. Break, and, it on, break it on down, Juicy. <laughs> and so it's, 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 if you don't know, you don't know. You don't know to do better. Now, Kate, you also said that um, self-care is the best care. And you know this is what me and you always bump heads because we don't seem to have an answer for the solution that pleases you. you, you no, so not that it pleases me. I because I just want to an answer because we never have an answer. We just have we have a suggestion, but we don't have an answer because as many people as we have here on the planet, definitely in the United States, which is a uh, roughly a few billion people in the United States, how many people you think really care and know about self care? To where they can do this. How many people you know that actually these people just want to have babies, and, and if the hospital is the best way, or going to a OBGYN and get these um, these things to help them get over their morning sickness and all of this stuff that you're talking about, they're not really worried about health. They're not really worried about down the line of what it could be. They just want this to be the easiest pregnancy that they can have. And the, the least amount of complications. So I agree with you. I think that self care is the best care. Chantel says the government does not care if the child is healthy. They are more uh, concerned with not getting their cut. It's all about money. We talk about that too, Chantel, that how when your child 
is born. Uh, one of the first things that they bring in is the birth certificate and the sign because your your birth certificate is a is a, is a secure bond on the stock market. We're cattle, even though we're talking about as humans, but we're more cattle for the one percent of people that have the money. And I agree with you, but we have to understand that these people um juicy don't really know about self care. That's why cancer is so rampant. That's why it continually grows and grows because everything is in the water, everything is in the food, everything is in everything that we eat, smell, taste, and touch. So if you don't know, let's say for instance, you don't know how to grow your own food, you don't know how to create your own um, homopathic medicine like how you do juicing for people. Uh, and that is the proper word, right, juicy? <laughs> Okay, is, is that the right? It's not. Um, medicine. It's not medicine. Well, it's all. If it if it helps a person feel better, they're gonna they, they consider it medicine because they feel better. So if, I guess it's all natural. It's just but good. a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know about this, and a lot of people don't know how. And just like you said, uh, somebody as well, you may you may have all the certifications, but if you're not in this group over here, and you paying these fees and dues, a lot of people may ex exit you out of being able to be a part or them, for them to spend money with you because you're not, you know, affiliated with these certain type of groups. So, I'm asking you, how do these people become stronger, more aware, and things of that nature so that they can try to alleviate themselves from dealing with medication and dealing with certain groups and, and know how to do it themselves and stay strong and healthy? Um, <laughs> how to is taking the first step by having an interest, wanting to, you know? Today is so much out so the there. Battle is already lost. Say it again. The battle has already been lost then because if it ain't got nothing to do with the interest is well, you know, I don't think the battle has already been lost because the government is starting to fail people. One, um, they've got a list of non-reactive um, viruses and diseases that antibiotics can't help, like gonorrhea and stuff like that. So they already have put out there, we can't help you. We've already poisoned y'all enough with the maximum that your body ain't gonna respond to this. Even your children ain't gonna react to this medicine to help be a cure. This has become now uh, a disease that is incurable, but we know things are curable. So the more and more people who, it's like in today's life, in today's world, you don't have too many chances to keep choosing not to do. If you gonna keep choosing not to do, you just ain't gonna be here. And that's what the government want in the first place. So, those who want to be here, they're going to start making changes and they're going to do what it takes. <clears throat> I was looking at, when I go to the gym, I was looking at this show and I was watching it. It's uh, 600 pound sisters and the lady was crying, talking about she couldn't do it. She wasn't going to be able to, she just got to give up. And then the show title changed to a thousand pound sisters, but they were the same people. And I'm like, in the middle of the show, it went from 600 to 1,000. Because she was like, Dang. I ain't giving up. So listen, 
Same thought I had. The next week when I saw it, she got better. She got on the scale and she was 534 pounds. So now she like, I, I lost some lot of pounds. I'm about to do better. I can get my procedure. People are starting to want when they realize if I don't, I ain't going to be here. Now she got that much to work off. Hopefully she does. But now she got a longer journey. Some people are real. I look at the gym. I see so many people in there working out. Makes me smile. When I'm going through YouTube and the different channels of people talking about do this, do that, do that, makes me smile. So I see hope. I see the change taking maybe, place. Maybe not in our lifetime. Maybe not no. in our lifetime. No. I, honestly, for how long I've been doing this, there are people who I would have thought never, and I've seen them making change and doing in my and so I know it's changing. And if well, maybe not in your lifetime, because you might not do what it takes to be here long. But I'ma see, I'ma see more. We're gonna revisit this again because in the next 20 years, you're gonna still see that the United States is the most overweight, unhealthy country on the planet. Because people buy People buy everything online, and even though you may see them in the gym, guaranteed the vast majority of them, because it's hard. Working out is hard. And if, if there, there may be some people, but you're talking about the people that you see. I'm talking about the masses. And in our lifetime, and I'm hoping we got another 100 years, but before that, the United States was definitely not allowed they would not allow the American people to continually get healthy. They would poison more and more of us before they'd allow that to take place. So it's funny you say that. I, I should have remembered the country, but I, I don't know for sure. I think it was Dominica, but I'm not sure. But they sent 300 pounds of Yaro to Florida because there's a there's a movement to have people change from eating white rice and potatoes, carbohydrates that aid to obesity, turn into sugar mm -hmm. and make you gain the weight, actually expands your fat cells. But yarrow helps mm. with heart disease, regulates blood sugar. It's a root, just like potatoes, but it's in a different style and it can be ate like potatoes. So, oh. Florida, Yarrow, Yarrow, Florida received 300 pounds, 300,000, 300, no, 30,000 pounds. It was 20 of them big white men. Right. They sent over. Now, I remember back in like 2010 there was a river g project where they were bringing over cocoa cocoa beans to try to regulate sugar because if you cook do cocoa chocolate from pure cocoa and cocoa butter you got a better quality than johnson and johnson and what they were giving and they were trying to bring it through riviera beach port and the project was going to be passed and go through because right bitch who owned bought the port the contract that they made was allowing them to open and have free cargo come 
in that they chose to have come in. So now that they got that movement approved years ago and they letting stuff come in through Florida, we got a better chance. So I'm not not denying that we don't have a chance, Juicy. That's something that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the people, and I ain't talking about the 200 and 300 people that you know. I'm talking about throughout the United States. Because we know that you know his grandchildren. And they friends. I know the dog. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's three hundred <laughs> right there. <laughs> let's, let's get back. Let's get back on top of you, crazy girl. But let's get back to the issue of um how this this movement that has occurred that um allow us or allow as Chantel say and other people, the government to have um a say so in our household. Um, because I'm not, but Tony, you still didn't answer the question about how would you handle the situation of your child coming you to as a man? You two took over the over my answer. I, I started the answer, and then you two started speaking, so I never finished. You let you let you see you let Kobe. <laughs> I, said, well, okay. I, I just wanted to correct about the hormones and let them know right. it was the hormones. She talked about the hormones and then hey, you, you started to me legacy. It was you. I, I guess they didn't want to hear the rest of my answer. But um, Go ahead. Oh. finish answering the question from 20 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> that, that juicy and legacy mm-hmm. took, it, took it away from me. Mm-hmm. But I was still low and both dearly. Um, like I said, based based on that theory that I was saying, where some people have more feminine traits and could be a male, and some have more masculine traits and could be a female. Now, if there if the child is coming to me from that angle, um, then I will look at the situation open mindedly. But if they're coming at me at an angle where, let's say, um, uh, Uncle Pookie molested me or was touching on me in a, in a uh, unnatural way, then Uncle Pookie needs to die. That's first of all. He, he definitely needs to die. And then, um, you know, you as my child will deal with this accordingly. But what you're feeling is unnatural, and I'm sorry that Uncle Pookie did what he did. But um, we're not even going to the funeral. Matter of fact, they're not even going to find the body. <laughs> But very well, Uncle Pookie, it would never happen to you again. And I felt that I failed you as, as a father because I should not have allowed that to happen. But since it did, um, I assure you it won't happen again. Still waiting on the answer. Well, you know. I, just, I answered. I said if they're coming to me from, a, from, a, from, 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 the, from the health issue where it was based on hormones and chromosomes and all that stuff, I will handle it accordingly. If it's coming to so, me from hold on, okay, I gotta, I gotta ask you, Tony. 
And and I don't know, Cake, but you can answer this too in a minute. Do you believe in Do you believe in God? Yes. I know you do. So are we saying that God is imperfect? Because the God that we know of or we're taught about, and that is in our lives that we that we that we say we serve and believe in, are we saying that He's imperfect? That He didn't know how to put a woman, a, a, a female in a female body, and a male in a male body. Are we saying that? Because I don't think that God puts a male in a in a in a, in a male body and say you should, and, and then give him feelings of wanting to be a be a woman, or a female in a male in a female body and have him having have her have feelings of being a male. So either someone throughout the pregnancy. It's altering something with the child's DNA through like what Juicy may be saying through the prenatal care and things of that nature. But we're talking about if God allows you, me, Juicy, to come from where we come from in the spirit form and enter into an earthly body, are we saying that God is imperfect because that's who actually allows life to be existing? Well, my answer is no god is god is not imperfect and god does not make mistakes but at the same token he didn't make all of us equal either because i'm not equivalent to you you're not equivalent to me you got two males the same age born the same day and yet they don't look alike there's a difference and there's a difference of their makeup because of how you was raised what you've been eating your surroundings your climate you know, so there's a lot of things that, that could come into play when it comes to, to, to the overall you. And like I said, so in, in that situation, like I said, if if my son has more feminine traits based on birth, he may be more feminine than my daughter who has more masculine traits at birth. But, um, but with what you were saying is, if, he ca if the child came into the earth with those traits, where did he or she get the traits from? Because when okay. he came to, when he came, oh, hold on, just, let me finish, I'm going to let you go. When he got here, he went into a woman, and then he or she came out. So what happened, because when, that, when the child got here, the child was perfect. No sins, nothing until it got here. So what happens between that? Because if, you, if you're not being taught this, and this is not around you, and this is not your lifestyle, where do you get it from? Where does it come from? So we got to be saying either man is teaching it or God created it. Because those are the only two avenues. So, okay, well, based, well, based on that, based on what you just said, then I guess God created it, and that means that means those 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 boys is out of this being being feminine, and those women that are being masculine, God don't make no jump. So, um, you know, I say a lot of things, and I'm speaking a little prematurely because I'm in the study of right now. But one of the things that had been fascinating me was these questions like you have of how we have the traits we have, how we have the behaviors we have, 
how we have the issues we have in life, just where did it stem from? And in going on the scientific aspect of how and why I started diving. So right now I'm studying the eye. And the eye has seven layers to the actual eyeball. And there's this core layer that is black. And so in my questioning, if why is it now? The black layer is actually a symbolism of deficiency of death. We are all born with this same core of an eye. And then per our different deficiencies that we have acquired over the years from our genetics of our grandparents and so forth, generations ago is what forms these layers and creates these um, colors. Based on the stress and the things that like, I'm a mother, I'm a woman. I had, when I was born, the eggs that I had, all the children, they were already in me when I had them. That also means that the eggs that my daughter has before I even had her are already in her before she even was born. So these eggs have been from ancient, you know, just keep reproducing, coming back, coming back until it comes into existence. So with that pool keep continuing, we have genetically deficiencies that are in us. And it's, when they give these prenatal vitamins that are supposed to have these boosts of minerals to help you form and have the baby and the baby have by a certain amount of gestation, the baby needs a certain amount of folate, a certain amount of folic acid, a certain amount of calcium by this time for the bones to form, for the lungs to form. They got it down to a science and they put it in these capsules and it regulates. So no, it's not God created imperfect, but we've been being fucked with for so fucking long that it's hard to even fight against the imperfect because what's imperfect has been created through the years. It's not new. It's not new. So basically you're saying that throughout history, someone has find a, found a way to alter the DNA gene and to pretty much, because let's say they, they altered my DNA gene. Boom. And then I have girls and then I have boys. And now, even though because the DNA gene would change because of the different mother and me, boom. So now, even though they got my, my blood, but they also have something of their mother's, which is also that helps create the DNA bloodline. So if, if, if she's been altered and I've been altered and then here's a child, and even though that, that child carries our DNA, the DNA also has been altered. So when that child decides to have a child with another human being, and that DNA from that human being and, and my child continues to create more and more um, inefficiencies, if that's, what, if that's what you're trying to say, Kate. Yeah, in a sense, in a sense, but like, oh, let's go with it. Harrietta Lacks. 
they were able to mm -hmm. take this woman's cells from her and create a medicine that can cure everybody. Her cells. But but why why aren't they curing people then? Oh, they use it. Oh, they do use it. Just and not on works. just not on the stick. Just not just on the not stick. On, you know, just maybe not in the right way. <laughs> well, that was that was that was you know that I just think that with this topic and any topic like that, I just think that if an individual wants to live an alternative lifestyle, that's their choice. But at the same time, I don't think no parent should tell their child that that. Okay, that's how you want to live. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna help you facilitate it. I can't see myself doing it, but what I'm not gonna do is tear you down for want to live how you want to live. But at the same time, I'm not gonna be the parent to say if you want to be a girl and you avoid it, that's okay. I'm not gonna do that. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm the parent that's going to have a rapper help you rationalize your desires, your wants. And because I was brought up, don't let your wants hurt you. So when my son came to me where he wanted to be a cat, we went through all the aspects of you can't take a shower in my tub. You you need to clean yourself. We gonna get you a little carton and you need to use the bathroom there. Because you want to be a cat. Like you really want to be a cat. Do you hear how you sound? But I'm, that's drawing the line, helping him see facts and fiction. But he also saw Catboy cartoon show. And Catboy super fast. And he could do these things. And he's saving. That's TV. So mm -hmm. it takes it takes you to be active and, and, and teach who they are. My when I realized my daughter had an issue with seeing, it was up to me to help her know how to see. I couldn't tell her, oh, we accept that you can't see. We just going to act like you just can't see. No. You can see shadows. You can see images. You see blur. You see something. Now, let's form. When you see this blur, what it remind you of? Is it a bear or is it a man? You know, is it a tree? We gonna we gonna learn. You have to teach. You have to teach them how mm -hmm. to spoon, how to eat, how to walk, how to poop. In the okay, how would you how would you teach? Now the the, the the parable that you used about you know telling your son he wanted to be a cat and you got to use a litter box and I thought that was ingenious. That was beautiful. So if we I see if we can do that and you you allow, you got him to see facts from fiction. How would you teach a person who already knows that they are a girl that they can't be a boy? One, I worked with a group of kids years back, and they were fourth graders. It was in Tallahassee. And so they should already know who they are. They had not been, they had not had sex education yet because that wasn't taught until middle school or 
mm-hmm. sixth grade. So I say to, to me, the time to teach sex education, like when I start teaching my children, we're going to go over anatomy. They need to know eyes, ears, nose. They need to know body parts, lungs, hearts, liver, vagina, what it all do, why it do what it do. That's my process of teaching. So if the concept come up of confusion from from young to whenever you're aware, it takes this, like God said, woman, man, to make human. I think when we started going out in, in the stores and it was, we were living in, it might've been here. Cause we've lived a lot of places, but I think it was here when my um, son started noticing men carrying bags and being feminine. Education and support, Chantel says. He was confused as why that dude looked like me wearing things that he saw a woman wear. He knew at that age, that's not the stuff men would wear, you know? So it was confusing to see a man in a dress and here they was doing it. So I had to explain to him. Now, I had somebody, I I went to a guy and the guy, that time some rapper painted his nails. We talking about Young Thug. Okay. So now he painted his nails, he wearing dresses. And he making pop music that everybody likes to hear. My son was confused to the point of why they're they're dudes, they're straight, and they're doing this. What's wrong with it? And I had to tell him, you know, they they trying to confuse you. They trying to make and normalize things that aren't what men normally do, as if it's what they do. So that when you grow up in your era, you all know. I sent you all some um, clips, like from YouTube or something, and no, from Google. There were kids playing here in DC at an elementary school. Someone hung a noose on the playground. Kids did not know what the heck a noose was, and they were playing with it. Mm-hmm. If we do not educate, they will be miseducated. If we leave the education to someone else to let them know that the men can wear this, they can do these things, they won't know to differentiate masculinity, femininity, and who they are. I'm not saying teach sexism, but I do say teach anatomy, teach identity. But okay, but let's say you've done that. Let's say you've done all of that. And here it is now because your child is exposed to society. Just like you say your son saw those things. And for years your child has been you know, knowing that he or she was a, a girl or a boy. And now, you know, and this, this is what they bring to your table now. That's what I'm asking you. And yes, I may, I do agree that maybe these things should be taught at an earlier age, but school curriculum is not going to allow it. And, and, and I'm sorry, 
but your child is more influenced most of the time by things that he or she sees um, out from amongst you. But I remember the first time, Juicy, um, I was at my son Dennis's football game. And he was in high school, and uh, he was playing for um, Garden. And as I'm sitting down watching the game, I got my daughter with my kid's mom at the time, and we all sitting down watching the game. But then I see a, a, a dude that I know and his girlfriend, but his daughter was sitting like three feet down, and her legs, another girl was sitting between her legs because I guess she's in high school and her arms were like around her waist. And at that moment, I felt some kind of way because I'm like, this is happening in the opening because I had never seen it like that before from, from the youth. And I really just at that moment picked up my daughter and relocated because I didn't want my daughter to see that at the time at such a young age and she makes that a memory that's in her head that she thought that that was normal. Now, what, like what you say, they're, they're normalizing it because if you look this from maybe, maybe about six, seven years ago, you didn't really see men walking around with the designer, you know, satchel. Purses. If you saw a dude with something like that, he was a lawyer or a businessman or a doctor or something that had those type of things on, but it, was, it looked like it was for something for a profession. But you have people like Kanye West, Lil Wayne, people with influential amounts of money that walks around now with the Louis Vuitton bag somebody there for men, but they're portrayed to be heterosexual. So the, the breakdown of it is if we don't start to teach our kids that they are who they are and you can't be anything other than what you are, then when we start having people, like I say, kids thinking that they, they mountain goat or having them thinking that they're... Okay, what we'll do is, uh, this right here was a very good topic for me. Um, I, and I'm hoping that you and Tony both feel the same way. I would like to revisit it on a part two. And uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. Tony, where you at, baby? Come out the bathroom so we can go ahead and move on. They weren't loyal to you. They were loyal to the opportunity. And a person who does not understand the value of loyalty will never understand the damage of betrayal. This is how we get hurt. We confuse loyalty with attachments. There is a massive difference with somebody who is assigned to you versus someone who is attached to you. Somebody who is assigned to you helps you complete tasks. But those who are attached to you only want to benefit from the task that you have completed. They don't view you as a person. They view you as a purse. People don't abandon what they want. They abandon what they were using. But, but I'm loyal. I, I'm a rider. Everybody is willing to ride while you're in the yacht. But who is going to row with you in a crisis? Loyalty does not require lights or eyes because it is a heart posture. It should not require my presence for you to be loyal. Loyalty is when you have my back behind my back.
just-in-time accessories. We have the bling and everything in between. Tayama Copeland is your independent paparazzi consultant. Everything is only $5. You can catch Tayama on Facebook Live at Tayama Copeland. Or you can find her at www.justintimeaccessories. Just in Time Accessories. We have the bling and everything in between. Check it out. Just in time accessories. We have the bling and everything in between. Tayama Copeland is your independent paparazzi consultant. Everything is only $5. You can catch Tayama on Facebook live at Tayama Copeland. Or you can find her at W. Legacy Unlocked. When you're locked out of your vehicle, can't get in your car, call Legacy, serving West Palm Beach and surrounding cities. That's area code 229-630-7615. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you been denied disability, social security, or custodianship of your children? Call Antonio Williams. He has the knowledge and experience to fight the government on your behalf. Let him represent you. That's Antonio Williams, your non-legal attorney consultant. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Sorry we went over time. Um, some a little bit more long-winded than others, but the second part of the show was um, how to deal with phony friends. I have a, a quick video to show. Um, but before I show the video, anybody want to answer that question? How do you deal with phony friends? I have no I don't. I have I have no friends when it comes to phony friends. You don't deal. That's how you deal. You don't. I think that every everybody that you, that you consider a friend needs to be tested because, um, like you like the gentleman just said about the, the heart posture. Uh, why would you attach yourself to somebody? And you you consider them friends, and you're always there for them in their time of need. But anytime you need them, they can never come through for you. Whether that's being to call just to check on you, or that's you know if you need a uh, financial uplifting, or but you're always there for them in every aspect of life. You know, then I think you you have to always disassociate yourself from people that. Ain't on the same accord with you of uplifting you as you uplift them. So I, therefore, I just cut them out of my life and be good. Mm. And you juicy? Um, I I don't deal with fakeness, so I don't really. No, I don't have no way to answer that. It's no dealings. It's it's. The moment anything seemed like it could be, it's just there's no. Mm -mm. How do you do it? I don't. If, if knowingly that they're fake, then I don't deal with them. But sometimes you don't know, and, and you have to find out later. I mean, you know, 
like like this person on this video did. Check this out. So the Queens of Comedy uh, end up making a tape, a uh, concert tape, mm -hmm. concert film. So they became very, very successful. Mm -hmm. And for those of us in the comedy game, especially in urban comedy, you were being questioned, why weren't you a part of... Yeah. <laughs> did you get, did you get those two? Yeah. Why weren't you a part of the Queens of Comedy? Mm -hmm. So I got an opportunity. The producer, uh, Walter Latham, called me and said, there might be an opportunity for you to work with these ladies because, you know, Monique had gone on to get the Parkers. She goes on to win Academy Awards and have a great career. So there was an opening. Mm -hmm. And they were going to tape another uh, comedy concert. So I'm thinking, here's my second chance. It's a great opportunity. I respect these women. And uh, there's a conference call. Mm -hmm. So in my uh, enthusiasm, and I want to be uh, punctual, uh, I dial into this conference call that I think has not started yet, thinking that I'm going to be... Ooh, this is so juicy. Yes. <laughs> I think I'm going to be on time with this call, and I think they're going to put me in queue, because usually if you do a conference call, they put you in queue, and they say, we'll wait until the host arrives. Mm -hmm. So I dial into this call, and what I hear is... And Monique is not on this call. I hear some more Adele Givens and Laura Hayes talking about me. Oh, my God. Oh, this I can't take it. What's going to happen? <laughs> I hear discussions about my appearance. I hear discussions about my ability. Why is she going to be a part? What do we need her for? And this is my recollection of this call. And I was uh, startled and hurt. Uh, but... I, I, I have to say this. I, I, I was so shocked and hurt that I could not unmute my phone and go, hey, bitch, I hear you. You also keep wanting to hear what they were saying? Or did you feel like you wanted to... Hell yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I stayed on all of the call. Wow. With my phone on mute, but I thought, take notes. Yeah. Listen, because rarely would we hear someone talking about us mm -hmm. and saying what they truly feel mm -hmm. about us. So I'm like, oh, oh, okay, right on, okay. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, I ain't did that, but you know. And and then and then a after I listened to all this, and 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 I want every woman to hear this. I was bruised, mm -hmm. but I wasn't broken. Yep. Yeah. I wasn't broken. So. I listened to the entire call. I waited for everybody to click off, and I called Walter Latham, and I said, I don't think this is going to be a great fit for me, mm -hmm. but I hope that these women will go on and do great things. Mm -hmm. To this day... They did not know that I was on this call. They did not know. And, and, and it gets better. I have worked with Laura Hayes on Beauty Shop after this call. I worked with Adele Givens on Hilarious after this call. I, I just saw some more at the Neighborhood Awards in Atlanta after this call because I decided, instead of being angry and vengeful, I decided to take the truth of what they're saying and their right to have an opinion 
and make myself an even better person. And I know you're probably thinking, well, why are you saying it now? Because I'm right where I belong. Tony, what you been saying about me behind my back? If you only knew. That's <laughs> <laughs> just short. Houston, what all you been saying behind my back? <laughs> well, wasn't that an amazing story? Yeah. I had already saw that a few years back, and I was like, damn. That was I, when I saw it. I was like, "Oh, I gotta bring that back! I gotta bring that back!" Because you know, you, how, you know how strong you have to, be? huh? You know how strong you have to be to be able to hold that in and still make your money. You know, I, you it reminds me a lot of you, Tony, when I ask you certain things, and you, I mean, like, and, and that has happened to you. That has happened to you about the oils and things. And like, um, like, 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 I, I don't have proof. That I can't wait yeah, for it to come back and it get warm and I can go back out on my porch. Oh, yeah, in the studio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. But it, it, that, that's hard. You know, that's, that it takes a very strong individual to hear that from people that you admire, you, you, you viewed as a friend or a good associate. Um, that you know, that's like how you do, Tony. When people come over and, and get things from you and they need my type of assistance, you openly just you know talk about Juicy, talk about me, talk about what Tay I'm gonna do with her businesses and things because we're your circle, we're, we're your tribe. But to actually hear your people that you got in your tribe to talk about you like that. It makes you, it could make you closed off to a degree to where if the people who I love like this and go to bat for like that feel this way about me, then I don't need to trust nobody. And it'll cause you to be isolated if you harbor that feeling. So I think the way that she handles it was perfect because if she would have got isolated, she wouldn't have been receptive to be able to work with those other women on that pot on that on that show because she would have took what some more and um the other two ladies Adele Givens and Miss Laura and and held on to that she would have viewed all of those women on the stage the same way and she would have been standoffish and she would not have been willing to share that story or to be on that platform to Revealed that day that even though y'all felt this way, 
I appreciate what you did for me because you made me a better person. You made me be able to look in the mirror, look at myself, change those things, and now I'm here, and y'all still looking for gigs. Exactly, because because like she said, they're, they're entitled to have their opinion, and whether their opinion was right or wrong, she took it in. And the part that they were right at, because she said that she had to look in that mirror, I think a strong look at herself, and the part that she felt that they were right about. Let me go ahead and change those. But the part that she felt they was wrong about, fuck them. But nevertheless, like you said, she did what she had to do to better herself as an individual and, and persevere and fix her career. And, and look, and, 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 and as far as success, she's by far more successful than all, all the other three. Yeah, because she don't have to, she no longer has to go and look for a gig. She wakes up every morning and it's there. Amen. And I, I remember watching her uh, maybe last year. She was also considered on, uh, they had a Russell Simmons 20, 25th year award and of the great people who came through um, um, Deaf Comedy Jam. Mm. And she was considered to be in the top three women to ever come through Deaf Comedy Jam. And she, and she was, and some more was there when she was sitting in the back. Uh, Miss Laura was sitting in the back. Um, the only other person that made it up there with her was Adele Gibbons. And that was because somebody said, Chantel said, wow, we should know how to tear each other down. Happy that she was able to use that as a motivation instead of a downfall. Correct. And, and this this is why I say all the time, Tony, you know I say this, but even though, even those that you consider friends and brothers and, and sisters and you love them like that, you have to test them. You have to test. You have to test. And, and, and because guess what? If you don't, they're testing. And you have to see, well, bro, I'm down here. I got a flat tire over here. I'm on my way to you. Bro, can you help me do this? If I can't, we can work it together to try to see if we can get the solution. And that's what we always do. And I have I have blood brothers. And I'm sorry that you know blood only makes you related. Loyalty makes you family. Amen. But blood only makes us related. But loyalty to each other makes us family. And as 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 the brothers that I have genetically, biologically, and in those facets, um, and I tell y'all this every Tuesday and Friday, Tony is a pain in my ass. But he's also an angel too for me. And I'd rather have him with being a pain in my ass and, and, and continue to be an angel because I don't have um a brother that comes through whether it's to correct me or to help strengthen me or to lift me up or to sometimes knock me off my high horse. Nobody does it better than him. And I also want to say that for the other cast members on my on, on the show, they, they do it as well for me, but uh, I deal with Tony on an everyday basis. 
So, not, you know, not, if you don't... Wait, wait, we stand corrected. Not to knock you off your high horse, knock you off your little, little rocking chair. <laughs> what did you say? I did not knock him off his high horse because he can't get on the high horse. He's too little. You said a rocking chair. Knock him off his little bitty rocking chair, his little pony. <laughs> I need you to just read between the lines. Just read. Okay. But look, you know I'm in a rocking chair, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's smaller than me. Oh. No, I'm like, what? Oh, but yeah. You definitely have to test and all. A lot of people, a lot of people say, you know, oh, I don't think I need to test. Okay, then when, when that day comes and you don't been there a hundred times for that person, and that person start telling, oh, I can't, oh, I can't, nah, nah, I'm okay. I'm okay with knowing that you're really not for me. I'm okay with knowing that. Well, well, I, well, I definitely thank God for you on a daily basis. And me and me and Jeanette talk about you constantly. Um, and I appreciate you, like from the bottom of my heart. And like I said, the, the brothers, biologically that I have, they ain't shit. And I'm saying that publicly, whether they watch it or not. Um, I wish they weren't my family, because Aaron, Chuck, and Legacy, the three brothers I have. Like, you got I both fingers up. You know, I, you know, I was thinking the four of us, you know, I'm, that's me. But, you know, the three brothers that I have, I love y'all dearly. It wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. The brothers that I have biologically, like I said, they ain't shit. Um, and I think that was just, um, that was God testing me. Well, God, you won. But, um. <laughs> okay. Hey, he came. He came, he came back and gave it to you, though. He just wanted to see if he was going to stay strong. Yes. So you say you, but, can, uh, play stuff, you can play stuff go from ahead. You can play stuff from TikTok? Um, send it to me on Messenger. I'm going to see if I can play it. All right. But, you know, I believe we just got to, you know, know our people. And the only way you can know somebody... I, I know so many people that, you know how many people say, oh, I ride for you, da, 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 da. don't ride for me. Help me live and you live too. Because when it's that time, when, when everything's on the line, that's when you really find out who, who really for you. And sometimes it be too late. And you've been invested so much into the individual that by the time you recognize these people are not really for you. Let me ask y'all this question. How do you recognize when a person really is for you? And I ain't talking about in a relationship as, as you know, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend thing. I'm talking about how do you recognize a friend 
from someone that's just attaching themselves to you. You know, uh, um, Libra is the sign for balance, and it rules over like my relations, my house for relationships. So I noticed that for me, it's got to be a balance that if I fuck with you, you got to fuck I don't, I, it's not like a test. However, if I can ask you for something and you can tell me no, then I know who you are. I know what you are. I trust that's how you are. I can still deal with you, but that's how you are. I'm not going to deal with you that way. So if it's like, if there's like somewhere I need to go, he's, and he says it the same. He says it perfectly. Go ahead, play But trust in the fact that you can see them well. I mean, so it's like, you know, trust, trust, trust. It takes too much energy to not trust someone. I mean, it takes too much energy. You only got to say two steps ahead of them or whatever. But trust them to be them. Right. To be themselves. Trust a snake to bite you. Right. Trust a lie to lie for you. Trust right. a thief to steal from you. Like, trust them to be them. Too. But know them when you see them. Right. Always trust everyone to be themselves. But trust in the fact that you can see them well. I mean, so it's like, you know, trust, trust, trust. It takes too much energy to not trust someone. I mean, it takes too much energy. You only got to say two steps ahead of them or whatever. But trust them to be them. Right. To be themselves. Trust a snake to bite you. Right. Trust a liar to lie for you. Trust right. a thief to steal from you. Like, trust them to be them. Too. But know them when you see them. So, like, example, I got a friend who is also my niece's mom. We went out together one time and she pulled a I'll be back. I ain't never from that that was in high school. I ain't never from that day went out with her in the car with her. She she can has she has can never drive me anywhere because she showed me she'll leave me somewhere. She came back. I ain't wait for her. I was gone by the time she got back. I already home in bed. But she showed me who she was. I trust her to be that person. We friends. We cool. Like I say, she my niece, mom. But I won't get in the car and be like, "We going somewhere like that." Okay, well, at least not her car. <laughs> not hers. I'm gonna be the driver. She can ride with. But I don't put well, let me ask you this. If you know somebody will steal, you know you got these people that you associate with, and you know that they steal. Regardless of their family or not, why would you associate with them? And then this person come to your house, just like it said. Now I gotta exert all these all these extra provisions and extra energy into monitoring you while you ate my shit. But I don't have to do that when Tony there, Juicy there, Tama there, Savage there, Dun Allen there, Chuck Darren, uh, Chris Dion. None of my these people they have never taken from me. Why would I fit a person? Just to say that I'm going to keep them as a friend because now I'm allowing myself to be victimized. 
I'm allowing myself to say, where Rick at? Rick in the bathroom, the bathroom over there. Ain't nobody, I know he's been in the bathroom. I don't want to exert that type of energy. So even if I'm having a gathering, I prefer not to just be friends with Rick and keep Rick outside my shit. Then for me to have to exert that extra energy of trying to monitor Rick when Rick is at my house. I know you still. So regardless if you haven't sold for me, that's what you do. So therefore, if I don't want to have to do something to you because if something come up missing, let's say Tony know that juice is still and we at my house. And everybody know that juice is still. But Tony gonna be the one that steal. You can get that look off your face. We're talking hypothetically. And Tony is the one, Tony the one that's gonna steal it. But guess who the fingers gonna point at? Juicy. Because juicy known to steal. So if I don't want to go through that type of headache, just don't, you know, it's okay to speak and keep it moving. But you just can't come to my shit because I know you're a thief. You know, we some people... Go ahead, Kate. Some people... Like, people like to be hit. Like, you know, some people need that in their life. It's sad, but they go for that. For me, if I know you still... But the value of who you are, I want to be around you. So I'm going to take the risk of what you can't get because it's on me and we can be in the same vicinity because you can't steal from me that we could be around. <clears throat> I'm not willing to be that person because even if we somewhere else and you still, they're going to shoot both of us because we together. So I don't want to exactly. be around you because you still. Right. But... There are people who take chances like that, thinking that that person care about me more. They went still for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and just me? talking in general, I, I've had my, I've had, my, I've had family members who love their child so much that knowing that they're on on drugs would leave their child as an adult now not i'm not saying like a child but i'm talking about as an adult that this is their child and to come back home and tv stole watches stole and all this and you're in a in a disbelief that they would do that to you when you already know they have the addiction but don't have the finances to pay for their addiction, why would you think that they wouldn't take your TV, your watches, your this and that? Why? Because the addiction is stronger than the loyalty. Dad, remember that movie with Gator in it? Ooh. That movie, the character was Gator, and he was a crackhead, and he went and stole a TV. I think it was in Mo' Better Blues. Yeah, 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 I did. I like Mo' Better Blues. <laughs> but you know, to me, if if you take that chance to be around someone like you say a thief, then that means if they still, you can't be mad at them for stealing because you knew mm -hmm. what they were doing. That's they know who they are. That's who they are, and that's was your choice. 
So mm-hmm. enjoy it. What? We're gonna get ready to um get on up out of here tonight. Uh, we've come to an end of the ATL show. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and give a shout out to everybody who took the time to watch tonight. Miss Chantel, um, that we can see that actually come in and come on. Well, Miss Tiffany, we appreciate you coming in tonight. Those individuals that did watch, um, everybody, we just want to thank you for taking the time to hear our point of views on things. Uh, never trying to offend anybody or do anything. We're just trying to bring about awareness on a lot of different things because Pandora's box is definitely open and uh, it's hard to close once she's or she is open. So we're going to go ahead and end tonight. We're going to bring the juiciest cakes in the business to the to the main front. Ju Cake, let them know. Well, you can find me every Tuesday and Friday and part I can lay. I'm moving a little slow. Bear with me. <laughs> Check me out on Facebook, Nicole Purse, on Instagram, Miss Beautiful, or on TikTok, Miss Juicy Cakes. Our website, Dive Into You. You can get herbal teas and sign up to get some homeopathic or nutritional counseling. When you say, where can you start? Yeah. A lot of things. Actually, life and spirit. You can start with you. We'll go ahead and uh, we move on. I want to give a shout out to Tayama, uh, Savage, uh, John Allen, uh, the lady always behind the screen that's always behind the scene, Miss Carlotta. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and break out the man makes it possible for us to do this thing on Tuesdays and Fridays. I, I call him Thorn and Ass. Thorn and Ass. A.B., let them know. Well, I'm Anthony Brown. You can find me on all social media under Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under Anthony Brown or The Anthony Brown Show. You can find me also on my Facebook page under Anthony the Writer. I'm now on TikTok, Facebook Reels, doing my thing. So um, thumbs up me on those on platforms as well. And as I say, words to live by, I got two now. Grind until you shine and just show up. Well, everybody, y'all know who it is. It's Legacy the Great. I want to give a shout out to Anthony Brown. Happy birthday a thousand times. I'll be glad when this shit is over with. Um, I'm going to just give a shout out to continue to enjoy your birthday month along with Black History and Black Excellence. Y'all know me. I'm, I'm Legacy the Great. On Facebook, you can find me up on the Audrey Williams. My YouTube is Legacy the Great. Uh, my email is for business purposes dealing with the legal or to get inside the locked vehicle uh, with ID. With ID. 
Legal Legacy Unlocked at mail.com. You can also reach me um, on my my phone at 229-630-7615. Also at 561-907-9129. Tonight has been an interesting interesting topic. Definitely we will have a part two on the earlier topic. But you know, to each his own, everybody live and enjoy their lives to the fullest. But uh, let's try to keep our children first, keep the government out your business, and stay on your grind. ATL. Good night.